Scientists are on the verge of understanding the human genome, the complete genetic map for a human being. During the last century, one human being in particular helped pave the way. Fisher is the greatest of them all. He's, uh, he's the number one. You can't really think of anybody who's more important in the history of statistics. And it's a general rule in biology that if you have a bright idea, then there's nine-tenths of a chance it's in Darwin. Um, but if it isn't, then there's nine-tenths of a chance that it's in Fisher. The whole of modern research in agriculture, in medicine, and to a large extent in industry as well, is based on the principles which Fisher laid down. Even someone as far-sighted as Ronald Aylmer Fisher might have been surprised by his legacy. Yet today, few people beyond the scientific community have heard of him. Joan Box has devoted much of her life to the quest to uncover more about Fisher. Ari Fisher, yes, he was my father. I was the closest of the family to him, and I felt I wanted to collect anything that was known of him and keep it, to preserve it. Now living in the United States, Joan has returned to Britain on a journey into the past. I should imagine the first impression people would have would be of an untidy person, scruffy looking, an untidy beard, strong glasses. Really, he couldn't see very well at all. And in his late years, was practically blind. But he had more important things to do than worry about his appearance. On the outskirts of Harpenden is the world's longest-running centre for agricultural research. It was here, at Rothamsted, that as a statistician, Fisher was at his most creative. We only have a small herd of cattle now. Oh, is that right? Yes. So you keep them just for farmyard Just for the farmyard manure, manure oh. that's it, yeah. You'll remember the manor house, of course. 150 years ago, its founder, Sir John Laws, believed he could make his fortune by investing in a new discovery, artificial fertilizers. He needed the money for the upkeep of the manor house, the Laws ancestral home dating from the 17th century. Anxious to secure his investment, he began a series of fertilizer experiments. Laws divided some of his fields into strips, each one using a different treatment. Rothamsted became particularly important when the First World War increased the need to improve British food production. Fisher became chief statistician here in 1919. So here we are, Joan, at Broadbalk. Broadbalk it is. It's a long time since I saw it. Well, it's been in winter wheat since 1843. Wheat has been grown on Broadbalk Field for over 150 years, using a variety of fertilizers. So we'll go and have a look at the section um, that has never had any weed killer. We put uh, two or three herbicides on this area during the year. 
The results have been monitored continuously, and Fisher's first challenge was to re-examine the mass of accumulated data, raking over the muck heap, as he later described it. 35 tonnes of farmyard manure every year goes on here. <laughs> That's splendid. Yeah. But in terms of the numbers required for reliable statistics, even this mass of data didn't amount to much. Fisher was, nevertheless, able to devise groundbreaking ways of working with it. Fisher's time at Rothamsted was fundamental to the growth of statistics as we know it today. Uh, statistics grew up in this country, if you like, in the early 1900s under Carl Pearson. Pearson liked to deal with large numbers. This simply doesn't happen. You have an experiment on the farm at Rothamsted which might have 32 field plots and you've got to make the most of it. And this is what Fisher did in his pioneering work in the 20s. He developed the methodology which we all use today for extracting the information from a limited amount of material. And to do this, he had to reinvent the discipline of statistics. He did this by emphasizing the importance of involving the statistician right at the start of an experiment and devised methods for designing experiments which are still widely used today. Fisher once said that if you called a statistician in at the end of an experiment, he could perform a post-mortem, he could tell you what the experiment died of. And what he really showed was that you had to call statisticians in at the beginning if you wanted to get the most out of your data. The winter wheat experiment will discover the fertility of different types of wheat treated with different amounts of fertilizer. But it must also take into account additional factors, such as the levels of fertility in different parts of the field. Fisher pioneered ways of working across a range of factors and exploring how they influence each other. Often nature won't reveal her secrets if we vary factors one at a time. We often have to vary them together, but in a plan which has been carefully chosen. The modern design of winter wheat, based on Fisher's ideas, incorporates numerous blocks accounting for different combinations of background factors. Fisher was always the sort of personality who liked measurement, who liked certainty, but who appreciated the fact, because he worked in a biological environment like Rothamsted, that there is no such thing as certainty in scientific research. And this, I think, was what drove Fisher psychologically, if you like, the, the quest for certainty in the presence of uncertainty. Fisher, like all scientists, was driven by the quest for certainty. He was faced with variable experiments all his life, and he showed that that didn't provide the scientists with a reason for despair. He could, in fact, marshal the data. He could deal with variability in such a way that, nevertheless, at the end, reasonably certain conclusions would be reached. He was determined to understand the unpredictability of nature, to measure the unmeasurable. It was well known that the fertility of plots could vary from plot to plot. And so methods had to be found of taking account of this. What Fisher showed was that you also had to carry this through to the analysis. Nowadays, researchers analyze the data with computers using methods Fisher himself invented at Rothamsted. 
an instant analysis of variance can be produced, displaying the interaction between the varieties of wheat and fertilizer in a style very similar to Fisher's own.